0: Whenever you were sick and stayed home from school, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Best the same. That shit in came States, on at eleven a.m. Yeah, <laughs> you'd watch that. You'd watch My Friends Tigger and Pooh.
1: Yes, yes. Oh and my you gosh. liked it. You just
0: had to. You had no choice. You had no choice but to like it. Daytime and television. And I feel.
1: Sucks. I feel like when Mickey Mouse Clubhouse came out, we were definitely too old to be the demographic for the show. Oh yeah, but it just kind of like did well with. Our, our age group too.
0: Like everyone knew it.
1: Yeah, like it's a preschool show. It's very obviously a preschool show, but you know, you can vibe when you ate nine two. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's okay. <laughs>
0: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Welcome back to Spilling This Tea. I'm Sakura and I'm Brayden, and today we're talking Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Oh wow, we
1: have them in in the studio, studio, guys. guys. (laughs) We have Mickey here. Mickey, how you doing today? Oh, I'm good, you know. Are you? I wish people would come to my theme park. <laughs> it's, it's COVID, Mickey. It's COVID. You have to just give it some time. Everything will be back to normal soon.
0: Don't sue us, Disney. We, we love you.
1: <laughs> I mean, was that accent or that impression good enough to no. <laughs> be sued by Disney? No. I'm kidding. You're amazing as always. Thank
0: you. (laughs) So, hey, everyone. Welcome to Spill and Tea. This is the podcast where we sip and spill on all things Disney. Um, If this is your first time listening, welcome and grab yourself a cup of tea. uh, Get ready to dive in with us into the world of Disney.
1: Yes, please do. We both have our cups of tea here. Braden's actually got a new mug this week
0: yeah yeah what is it it's a uh, poisoned apple color changing mug from the disney store a poison apple color changing mug yeah who are you it's i don't know <laughs> i just i felt like it was a good time for fall yeah and i still only own like three mugs um <laughs> so <laughs> might as well add to the collection
1: honestly i'm out here rotating my two yeah. Like I've got, so I've got my Baymax mug and I'm drinking out of my Bambi mug today, but I've also got a Lady in the Tramp mug. It's just at work and it's just locked up at the government right now. So I can't
0: we really need to start like accumulating more.
1: Exactly. I should go get another one. You got a new one. I'm going to go get a new one.
0: They're so expensive. So worth it, but so expensive.
1: worth it. I'm due though. My last one was Baymax and I got that like a year ago. Over yeah. a year ago. It's a good mug though. So I'm due.
0: This one's kind of like the Baymax one where it keeps the heat in. Yeah, like... Chip didn't really do do <laughs> the job for me. But Chip is cute. <laughs> he is cute. Yeah. What kind of tea are you drinking? Oh my God, what is this called?
1: Um, red Berry Rubio's? Ooh. Ruibo's? I think it's... Ru- How do you pronounce that? bows. Okay. Well, I don't bows. know if that's right, but it's a red berry tea. <laughs> sounds good and i put a little bit of almond milk in it
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Tasting really good and what do you got in your mug um uh, basic just my pure matcha green tea well it says pure matcha we don't <laughs> know if lipton's lying or not um but yeah you know this with, with some honey and good to go mm-hmm.
1: all right so we can start off by going into some disney news for the past week yeah. in a bit so we can talk a little bit about how Mulan did last week was our Mulan review, and since it came out, it's been almost a month. Yeah. So yeah, Mulan. What did it do in bo- in um, profit?
0: Okay. So
1: numbers man, let's go.
0: Um. Here. Okay. So kind of I need to preface this mm-hmm. by saying there was some online chatter like around opening weekend when Mulan came out to disney plus that the film had made around 261 million dollars and this number was just floating around and like i saw it and i was like oh wow that's good and i didn't really think about how like insane that number is when you think about it it turned out it was inaccurate (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) like i i mean we didn't love the movie but you know we want to see disney succeed unfortunately premiere access was not really a hit the estimates actually brought it down to between like 60 to 90 million. Oh. And that's not for opening weekend. That's like, I think it was three weeks after the film had opened. Oh goodness. When these numbers came out. But this is just an estimate. Disney has not released the numbers, which I feel like they probably would formally release the numbers if the film did well. Yeah. Plus Black Widow just recently got pushed to a 2021 release date. And I feel like also Soul still slated for theaters, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And I feel like they would have made another title premiere access if they did well. So, really did not do that well. And in China, it's not doing well either. It's released in the theaters there because they don't have Disney Plus. And so far, it's only made $64.4 million And it has a $200 million budget.
1: It has a $200 million budget? $200 million budget. And yeah. it made $60 million. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I was about to ask.
0: I wonder what their costs were for the for the project. Oh, no. Yeah. Disney's pissed. And these numbers are just kind of like the the production budget. I don't think it includes like advertising. Yeah. Which, which
1: is definitely increased.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, no. See, so yeah, I got to go look for Disney. So they're going to have to try again <laughs> in November, I guess, with Soul and see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, if it's going to theaters. I don't know.
1: Yeah. That's true. Wow. It's it's kind of crazy to think that Disney really put $200 million into Mulan. And that's what <laughs> was produced. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's safe to say that we've probably seen the last of Clear <laughs> Access. The first and last.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's definitely like a tested and
0: failed business venture. Yeah. It just doesn't really make sense. I think like from, we, we kind of already talked about this, so definitely go back to our Mulan episode if you want to hear us kind of more talk in depth about the whole Premiere Access thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was the price. And I know it makes sense when you think about when you go to an actual theater and how much you'd spend for an entire family. But still, I think if they had lowered the price, they probably, I don't know, I just feel like yeah. it could have worked out better. The
1: thing is, it's not always about what a product is worth, but what the consumers are willing to pay for it in the medium that it's given. So... I think that, you know, while these numbers do work out, Disney wasn't necessarily considering the fact that people just aren't going to pay $30 in Canada, $35 yeah.
0: for Spend Mulan. That one the hard way. <laughs> yeah,
1: especially when they say it's coming out in a few months for free.
0: Yeah, that was a weird move. That they shouldn't have move. said that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, plus again, it's a live action movie. It's not like it's a a story that we don't know you know we're not like it's not like it's black widow or Soul. Or it's a brand new enterprise yeah it's you know disney also has a, a history with their live actions and you know how well they do so again i don't really see anyone running to purchase this subscription or purchase the premier access aside
0: from you know moms who need to keep their kids busy during covid yeah and us i think what have, what would have been an interesting thing is if Black Widow was the first title. I know obviously with these numbers, it's not a good look. But Mulan's <laughs> kinda like a tainted experiment because of all the controversy and just everything around it. Yeah. So I feel like if they did that or if there was maybe like another um like if they wanted to like tack on maybe an extra five bucks or something, like annually or or not annually, like monthly or whatever they wanted to add on to have like a premier access for whatever the films in the next coming years, mm-hmm. um, like for those to come exclusively to Disney Plus or something.
1: You see, that would be interesting. Yeah. An interesting way to uh, to look at it. Because, you know, overall, the, the the cost and the pricing will eventually even out, but it's just the way that it's presented to mm-hmm. people, it sounds a bit more appealing than, you know, $35 up front.
0: Shame. I wanted it to work out because I really wanted to be able to watch Black Widow. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Although, you know, I also don't mind it. I can give patience to Black Widow and to Seoul. So hopefully, I guess we'll have to see. I don't, you know, obviously no theaters are opening anytime soon. But, you know, whatever 2021 brings, who knows? They might have to bring back Premiere Access. They might have to make it work.
0: Yeah, I mean, little money is better than no money, I guess. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. It's weird to think that they're still kind of planning for theaters in November
1: and yeah, in November and not even just theaters, but you know, theaters, if the, let's say theaters are open, they're going to be socially distanced theaters. Yeah. Um, that being said, it's going to be at least half the capacity and half the profit each time the movie is played. So again, like Disney not thinking.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think they're blindly optimistic at this point. Fair. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, But on better news, we have WandaVision coming out on Disney+. Plus. We finally got to see a trailer for that. Yes. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. That, like, we need that because we haven't had a Marvel... We've been in Marvel media since Spider-Man last summer. Yeah. Um, And that's a long time, especially when you usually get, like, three films a year. Yeah. So I'm really excited. It looks really good. Um, And that's confirmed to be coming out in 2020. So I'm assuming... December because it's not um, a part of... They already released the Disney Plus um, like schedule for the next couple months up to November. Yeah. Um, and they haven't... like Black Widow wasn't in... Or Black Widow, oh my God. <laughs> WandaVision isn't in any of those, so I'm assuming it's December. So we're almost there. Cool, yeah.
1: almost there. We'll have something else. Something Marvel to talk something about. Something new. <laughs> something new, honestly.
0: That's, That's hopefully <laughs> good. <laughs> we're, yeah, I was a about quality. to say, we just did a review on Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. We yeah. really haven't been loving Disney stuff this year, eh? Mulan, onward. I know. Maybe it's good I Raya know. got pushed. What if Soul's bad too? But you
1: know what? You know what? I feel like the the enterprises that didn't get put out were good. Or were supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. I get good vibes from Soul. I mean, I do have beef with the fact that he turns into a blob. But I do get good vibes. He's I'm, black. I'm, I'm, I'm That's my so man. I'm so
0: excited for it because I'm, like, Pixar. Like, it looks so Pixar compared to Onward. And no shade if you like Onward. Like, you do you. Yeah. Just wasn't my thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. In other news, too, for more delays, the D23 Expo that was originally scheduled for summer of 2021 got pushed back to September 2022, which is devastating news. It is. Because, I mean, it makes sense but it hurts a little you know it does the d23 expo is something that like disney fans just look
1: forward to yeah you know
0: it's just a good time even if like we don't we've never attended it but um even just like from at home like that whole weekend on your phone like looking at all the info yeah maybe um, by
1: 2022 we can go maybe 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 it's a blessing in disguise oh my god imagine guys we're gonna have a vlog then
0: yo <laughs> yes the youtube channel will be like up and running by yeah That'd be dope <laughs>
1: yeah that'd be sick so put in a good word for us with um the wishing stars
0: (laughs) yeah please evangeline evangeline (laughs) okay now on to some uh positive news yeah
1: better news we've got some new castings in the disney franchise marvel and disney marvel's got a lot marvel's a lot of attention this week Mm -hmm. um starting off with she hulk so we've got uh, Tatiana Maslany, who's been casted as She-Hulk. Um, I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's gonna be a Disney show, uh, a Disney Plus show, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: And it's gonna yeah. be like incorporated into the MCU as well, Sick. Um, like into the feature film. So she,
1: you know, there's potential for her being in the theatrical yeah. franchise as well. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. And then nick fury is samuel l jackson we know that but he has been confirmed to come back for what is it
0: i think it's like a secret invasion type show that's like a plot line i've been um like breeding up on seen some videos on so the we Obama don't trailer. know what this show is yeah i'm not sure he yeah. just has a disney well we might know we just we just don't <laughs> yeah <know. laughs>
1: um whatever he has a disney show a disney plus show coming up too yeah is
0: it his show Or is he just like, whatever. We just know he's in it and he's reprising his character. Samuel L. Jackson is reportedly set to reprise the role of Nick Fury in a new Marvel series currently in development at Disney+. Plus. Okay, so we don't know. Yeah. Cool.
1: We're not incompetent, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A weird one is Tom Cruise is rumored to be playing Iron Man. I'm assuming this is like another dimension thing in the MCU because the whole multiverse thing is coming into effect soon. With that being said, I don't really know how I feel about that, but
1: yeah, like I, like you said, I don't know how I feel about that either. the The multiverse is something that just I can't really wrap my head around yet. It's just such a, such a complex concept, and to think that you know there is another universe where Iron Man is still living, but he's Tom Cruise. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, <laughs> how I feel about that. You know, like that's not my Iron Man. Yeah. You know, it's Robert or nothing.
0: I think just leave him out. Like Iron Man ran his course. Yeah. It's sad that he died, but his story's done and then move on to other characters.
1: Exactly. I don't think they need to keep up with Iron Man. I think that Enterprise is done, especially with, you know, what they're trying to doing with um, building Peter Parker as this like iron Spider-Man. Yeah. This is, that's like enough Iron Man that we need to look back on, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, keep up with creating these new enterprises and these new characters and these new franchises. Yeah. Instead of going back on perfection.
0: I heard it like a rumor. I think like in the I heard a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Umbrella Academy Shut for up. those who watch. <laughs> Um, in the comics, there's, like, an AI, Tony Stark, that comes back, like, after he dies or something, so I could see them doing something like that, like, maybe down the road if, um, Robert Downey Jr. ever wanted to, like, reprise the role, but in, like, a smaller capacity. Um, but, yeah, you know, just, just do something new, Marvel.
1: Yeah. Please. (laughs) And then going into Disney, Disney. Um, as we know, Peter Pan is getting its live action and Yara Shahidi has been confirmed as Tinkerbell. Yeah.
0: What the f so that's insane. If you're on the show grown-ish, then yeah. you're gonna be playing a Disney <laughs> princess, basically. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited. Um,
1: I mean, like I said in my last in the last episode, I've lost hope for all live action films. But you know, there's nothing cooler than seeing Disney at least trying to be different, um, giving opportunities to actresses and actors that, you know, n- we that they never thought they could even have. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm really excited. It's going to be perfect. I love Yara Shahidi. Yeah.
0: This honestly has gotten me a little more intrigued in it just because Peter Pan is a story that I've seen adapted to live action so many a times. A million times. Yeah. And- like I know some people really like some of the adaptations but none of them really have stuck out to me mm-hmm. even the original isn't that close to my heart um so I don't know we'll see hopefully you know this they do something new with it
1: yeah Okay, I guess we can go into the steep of the day now. Um, so I guess we haven't really mentioned anything about what this episode is or what we plan on doing in the future, but this is going to be the first in a series where we kind of go through and delve into the OG characters of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, they are most commonly known as the Fab Five or the Sensational Six. These is Mickey Goofy, Donald Pluto Minnie, and on occasion, Daisy. She's a six. She's a six. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did her a little dirty because she is an icon in, yeah. you know, the franchise. So
0: <laughs> We're basically going to go through these classic characters, um, and, you know, periodically. We're, we're going to spread them out um, and kind of go through them chronologically, kind of their development, you know, where they started, where they are now. Because these are huge characters. These are... Essentially, the cornerstones of the Walt Disney Company. Mm-hmm. Um, some of mo- some of the most iconic characters in cinema history. Um, so yeah, we're just going to go through them, kind of talk about. We're going to talk about their growth, um, their metamorphosis, and you know, we're going to give our own insights to the characters. You know, some mm-hmm. nostalgic. You know, just the huge on use. the spill and just tea. The huge. Yeah. Use. <laughs> The Fab Five. The Fab Five. So this is our Steep of the Day. Before we get... Oh, wait. Yeah, we're talking about Mickey. but You guys already got that. But today we're starting our series with the one, the only, the iconic, the sensational... Sensational. The Miska. The Muska. Mickey Mouse. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so the Fab Five are essentially... The first characters produced by the Walt Disney Company. Um, So, you know, you have Mickey, who was Disney's first real star of all their characters. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll get into some history a little bit later. Um, And then you have Minnie. You have Goofy and Donald as his friends. And then, you know, you have Donald's girl, Daisy. (laughs) Goofy's forever alone.
1: He has a son, (laughs) though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We have to wait till, like, the 50s to get there. Yeah. (laughs) Takes a little time.
1: So all of these characters are super cool because they are anthropomorphic animals. Mm -hmm. We've brought up this concept before, um, but just, you know, wanted to bring it back. A little bit of recall. Essentially, these are animals that are designed and act the way humans do. And then there's just so much that Disney has put into it to, you know, create these characters. Because essentially, way back when... They didn't know how to animate humans. Yeah. They have to start off much easier. <laughs>
0: they needed more malleable characters to yeah. move around.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then over time, we saw that they've got their flow. Um, but yeah, so they've got all these different features that are meant to, you know, depict as if they're human to be better to relate to people. Big thing are the white gloves that they've got. Mm-hmm. For some reason, these animals are all black. I don't know why. Or not, not all of them, but... <laughs> Mickey, Minnie, Goofy. You know, they've got, like, the Pete. They've all got the same uh, design and aesthetic. The only one that's really different, I would say, is Donald.
0: Yeah. And Pluto. So, essentially, these characters kind of exist, like, in their own bubble of Disney. But with everything, they're, like, the forefront characters. They're, like, the icons of the Disney company. You see them all over Disney stores, at the Disney parks. Um, These are, like, the... Mickey Mouse is, like, the celebrity of all Disney. Yeah. You know, everything is built around him. Yeah. So you want to talk a little bit about kind of, like, the universe they live in, sort of?
1: Yeah. So it's actually really interesting because something that, you know, I think about when I think about this kind of shared universe that they all are in is, you know, are they movie characters within this universe? Or are they characters that are actors that act in these shorts, in these films, in these different, you know, productions, like, as actors. Yeah. You know, like, that would be, that's an interesting concept to me, to see. Because, I don't know, it's, and it's it's easier to wrap your head around than when you think of, like, uh, Steamboat Willie, Mickey, and you think about, like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse Mickey. Like, that's not the same guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it makes more sense for Mickey to be an actor and act as these different characters. Yeah. Yeah. I totally cool.
0: buy into like that whole concept. Yeah. Especially with like House and Mouse and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it just makes so much sense. It does. It does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they referenced that too. He like opened up his wallet. Oh no, I was watching it in Runaway Brain, um, the 1995 Mickey short. He opens up his wallet and there's a picture of him as Steamboat, like Mickey, Willie. Steamboat, Willie, Mickey. <laughs> Steamboat, Mickey, Willie, <laughs> Um, and he's like, oh, that's old. Yeah. Yeah. So they live in, like, this shared... It's kind of confusing because there's there's many different, like, pocket universes within the Disney universe. <laughs> so essentially, like, if you watch, like, House of Mouse and stuff like that, there's... Disneyville is one of the cities they live in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, like, you know, where, like, Donald, Goofy, Minnie, Daisy, Mickey, they all live together in this one city, I guess. Imagine they're roommates. <laughs> Oh my God, that'd be cool. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And then there's also Toontown, which is like when you're at the parks, Toontown's there. Um, And that's like Mickey and Minnie's home and they have like their houses built there and everything and Roger Rabbit lives there. Um, But then you also have like Spoonerville and you have um, Duckburg from Goof Troop and from DuckTales, um, but they exist in the same universe. So there's like a whole Disney...
1: Afternoon like
0: shared universe and then yeah. there's like the like mickey mouse house of mouse universe and then there's <laughs> mickey Mouse. there's a lot
1: yeah there is a lot yeah, yeah it's, it's it's interesting to see just like how what's much-
0: the real true universe yeah literally are they acting in <laughs> ducktales i don't know
1: i see that's the thing i think they're acting in ducktales yeah yeah I think, goof
0: troop. I think they're acting in goof troop too so max is a child actor that's also his are they acting in a goofy movie or did Max actually go to college? <laughs> <laughs> Max is just a child <laughs> actor? Oh my gosh, he might be. Mm. He's in House of Mouse though. Yeah. Is House of Mouse no, but basis? Ha- House basis? Yeah,
1: I think House of Mouse is like the universe. Is that the real universe? Yeah. Okay, so they
0: work at the club.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then everything else is like
0: their but Does their that mean jobs? that like Ariel and like simba are the actors well then that's getting into a lot (laughs) um did simba just like come over from the pride lands like after his adventure? right he came for his
1: casting call yeah
0: (laughs) yeah see that's then then it's getting into that um someone needs to sit down and do you know how they have a pixar theory they have to sit down and do a disney theory with everything made by walt disney animation yeah literally and combine it fix it all fit it all together yeah if you have time on your hands to do that please do Mm-hmm. love to see it
1: yeah literally um okay yeah so then like what would be some of your favorite characters
0: donald's always been my favorite i just love how angry he gets
1: okay so you and her friend riley like donald
0: mm-hmm.
1: why he's he's me <laughs> So the thing is, I like <laughs> Donald.
0: I like Donald on certain occasions. Like, there's different um, interpretations of him. I've seen. Yeah. There's the Donald that's just like a jerk, but then there's also the <laughs> Donald that has like like Ducktales Donald. Yeah. Like, Twenty seventeen Ducktales Donald. He's a good Donald, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Some Donalds though. Mm. You
1: know that's true, and also like if it's following the same theory that we're that we're like producing, then you know maybe real life Donald is great, and he you know? just you know. He's type. Type-cast. He's typecasted. <laughs> I was looking for the word, yeah. <laughs> it's a duck problem. It is, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> Who's your favorite?
1: My favorite? Oh my gosh. If I have to pick one, I'd probably pick Minnie. Really? Yeah, and I feel like that's just, that's like, out of, well, I'd say like out of like the top three or the main three. I love Goofy because he's just like a fun character to follow. Mm-hmm. But if I were to pick like just one character that I just, you know, love, it's Minnie. You know, Minnie's just like, you know, she's vibing. she's vibing. Yeah. She's like cute little mouse. She's way more than just Mickey's girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she holds her own. She's a strong, independent woman too. Mm-hmm. Mouse, mouse woman. <laughs> hybrid <laughs> yeah <laughs> that polka dot dress is iconic
0: it, it truly iconic is. you know they have minivans at disney world and they're like
1: minivans.
0: they're well they're okay so they're like a minivan yeah but they're like mini themed oh vans my well. goodness i love wait that, like, take ah! you i love to that pa- yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's lit i love that yeah mini's great maybe a little side of daisy
0: yeah daisy's like daisy. got sass which is why i like daisy I love Daisy in House of Mouse because she's just like, my big break. Yeah. It's me. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love her voice too. Donald, (laughs) would you like to carve the turkey for dinner? Oh, this is my favorite part of Christmas dinner. Carving the turkey. If you guys ever watch Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, that whole Donald Duck segment is gold.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Daisy is the queen we didn't know we needed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, random fun fact, but the Fab Five characters, they never appeared all together in any of the original theatrical cartoons.
1: Which I think is so crazy.
0: Yeah. Disney, it's time. Yeah. Bring it back. Because I don't think even in in Get a Horse, which we'll get to, but Mm -hmm. I don't think they all appear together. Right? I don't think Goofy and Donald were in there. No. Daisy? No. Which is nuts. Yeah.
1: Which is nuts. I mean, I think Disney, like, isn't really utilizing these properties as much as they can be right now. Mm -mm. You know, there's so much they can do. Maybe, you know, now they've got Disney Plus and they can just be, like, you know, producing content and spewing it out. Hopefully they do something with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why this hasn't been done yet. You know, I think now is a really good time to, like,
0: hop into that. Well, the whole perception of Mickey Mouse is kind of changing. We'll get into his, his shift later. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, going forward what they decide to do with these characters. Yeah. Cause obviously Disney's a very like Disney's a very IP heavy company. Yeah. So
1: that's a good way to put it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, um, before we finish this whole steep, it we have the Fab Five and then we have i don't even know what i'd call them like kind of just like icon characters mm-hmm. they're characters that disney just likes to slap over like random merchandise yeah there's kind of like icons in their own right of disney yeah as a whole um so stitch recently has become one like he's just everywhere Sometimes like stitch has been sense. one yeah yeah i don't know how he got to that status but he's there <laughs> tinkerbell of course tinkerbell is just a staple yeah More kind of like cartoon characters, we have Chip and Dale. They sometimes find their way in there. Yeah. And also Baymax, kind of.
1: Which I find really interesting because definitely, like, Big Hero 6 did average Mm -hmm. at box office. But the cultural significance of Baymax is insane. Yeah, So many people love Baymax. Baymax is the most recognizable property from Big Hero 6. And it's just, you know rocketed its way across the entire world yeah you know like if you go on on youtube or google or whatever and you type in you know disney themed something a bay max option is probably going to pop up yeah which i find so cool yeah yeah and it's literally just two
0: circles two in circles in a
1: line they're probably it's so easy yeah <laughs>
0: it's so easy to make yeah <laughs> that is genius he's like mainly featured in a lot of like japanese uh, like disney like Disney, uh, Tokyo Disneyland uh, merchandise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like, all over the world he's just big.
1: A little icon. Okay. Okay.
0: Let's get into our main discussion about Mr.
1: Mickey Mouse.
0: Hot <laughs> <laughs> dog, a dog, a diggity dog. <laughs> a jam.
1: Literally, I'd get up and just like, you know, you bop with it. Yeah. <laughs> So he originated in 1928. Yes. That was the first time he was shown on screen. Although he's not the oldest Disney character, Mm-mm. not at all, Mm-mm. definitely not. We felt it'd be kind of cool to like go into Oswald, the Lucky Rabbit, because he definitely did help to shape a lot of who Mickey is and how he became Mickey Mouse. Yeah.
0: Oswald was a character that Disney created with um, fellow animator of Iwerks and essentially this was mickey before mickey he Mm -hmm. was a rabbit he essentially had the same base design just longer ears he i think disney put in a few cartoons um but then lost the rights to universal there's some dispute over there so disney lost the rights to oswald so then that is what prompted him to create mickey mouse he was basically like okay we'll all just you know change the ear shape change the design a little bit we're good to go Mm -hmm. so of course mickey became a huge hit Um, and Oswald never really got there. Um, he's really forgotten. Universal didn't really utilize him that well. They changed his design completely, um, to the point where it was unrecognizable. And then Disney actually managed to buy back Oswald in 2006. Mm -hmm. Um, but they really haven't done much with him. Um, the most we've seen of him was in the Epic Mickey video game. Um, so he was featured in both those games, kind of where he was introduced to a lot of people. I think that's probably how i found out who he was yeah and then he appears sometimes in disney's california adventure but like kind of a testament to how little he's utilized is the fact that oswald looks like a character from 1928 as opposed to mickey looks like you know
1: yeah like oswald still follows that classic design that you know all the rest of the other members from the fab five did follow and you know, it's like, it's why. I feel like Disney should update his look to match the rest of them. Yeah. Especially considering, you know, they all they all have that same classic look so they can all be updated the same way, you know? Like yeah. the way that Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy look, he can be updated. Yeah, um, You know, what Universal did was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Mickey, I'm not Mickey. Disney has back, you know, one of its most like classic properties. And I think that they can really utilize that Yeah, a lot more.
0: It could be an issue that maybe they just Mickey is such a huge part of the Walt Disney company that maybe they like Mickey's the first, right? Yeah. So you kind of creates a source of conflict when you're like, Oh, well here's like an older character.
1: Yeah. But you see, I don't feel like he needs to be introduced like that. He is older, but I don't really think, you know, that needs to take away from Mickey even older than both of them is Pete and Pete kind of sits on his own very easily he's he he shows up in you know different shorts and different enterprises and you know just because he did come before Mickey it takes nothing away from Mickey yeah so i think if they kind of reintroduce the idea of Oswald in an updated way it it's more so just like, oh like, Mickey's got a cousin? Like
0: Yeah. I think they're cousins super well. in Epic Mickey. Are they? Yeah. Okay, sick. And there's a rumour <laughs> that he was supposed to get a Disney Plus show and you know, nothing's not, been. I mean, Disney Plus
1: is still relatively new. We don't mm-hmm. know what Disney has in production, so True. Maybe, maybe.
0: But without the loss of Oswald, we would not have Mickey. And thus we would probably not have Disney. So I guess you know, mm-hmm. thank you Universal for being skis. <laughs> Charles Mint. Okay, so Mickey Mouse,
1: aka Mortimer Mouse.
0: Yeah, so Mickey or Mortimer? Um, <laughs> More Timer. I swear it's Mortimer. It's a Mortimer. I mm, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> originally. Um, wall was gonna name him mortimer mouse and then it was his wife that convinced him yeah no let's let's, mickey is better (laughs) so he's mickey mouse um mickey's first appearance was actually in the 1928 short film plain crazy Mm -hmm. but his most significant appearance was steamboat willie so a lot of people will say that's his first appearance that is actually incorrect it was in plain crazy where he had yet another design that was slightly altered It was Um, his
1: original design, yeah. Yeah,
0: and he had, like, you know, like, actual, like, like eyes and pupils and stuff. Yeah. Um, And then they kind of, like, regressed a little bit. So, yeah, Steamboat Willie is his... It's the first cartoon with synchronized sound, which was super impressive. And Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone knows Steamboat Willie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or know of. Know of. Yeah. You know the imagery. Yeah.
1: It's in front of every single disney movie right now if you are struggling to remember the him like steering the boat like
0: some characters that were introduced in steamboat willie include mickey mouse minnie mouse and uh, peg leg pete also known as pete so making Pete essentially the oldest disney villain ever
1: Hmm. Pete's kind of interesting because, you know, he was originally set as, like, Mickey's antagonist. The thing is that, like, he's often misconstrued as a villain where he's more as an antagonist. He's not necessarily like, you know, ho, ho, I'm going to ruin your plans. But he's more so just, like, always placed as the opposite character mm-hmm. to, you know, any of them. Either opposite or... Pete produces something that kind of gets in the way of their objective. Yeah. So um it's interesting to see how he kind of started off by contrasting Mickey, but then Disney had later pushed him over more so to Goofy, and you see them two a lot kind of going head to head. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which makes sense because I think a lot of people don't know it because he's so stylized, but Pete's a cat. So you kind of like. He you know, originally cat was a bear. Really?
1: Yeah. Really. He was a bear, and then slowly his design started to change
0: to cat, and he turned. That's interesting because cat makes sense because cat and mouse, and then cat and dog. Yeah. Because Pete in Goof Troop isn't really like uh, a villain, like you said. Like he's more just kind of like an like a yeah like a minor inconvenience. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Yeah. It's like you never really you don't dislike Pete. You know he's just a little annoying, but like. But he we all still laughs. love Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, so what's interesting is like Mickey Mouse was a huge hit. Mickey Mouse was the sensation. But kind of a lot of people kind of started to get bored of Mickey Mouse as time went on. Um, so, you know, he went through like to the, like the mid thirties. He was doing night. Um, and then Disney decided, okay, we need some more characters. So that's when they introduced Goofy and Donald. Mm-hmm. Because Mickey's a very like, I mean, his character definitely has evolved. Um, because it started out as more kind of like the typical, like, rascally type. Yeah. Um, but now Mickey's kind of like, you know, the good guy, like the everyman. Um, so then you kind of have more eccentric characters with yeah. Goofy and Donald. So yeah, they came in, they kind of like stole the limelight out of Mickey. They were like super popular, people loved them. Mickey was just kind of like, meh, you know, he's vanilla ice cream, he's white bread, <laughs> whatever. Um, and this is what led us to the Fantasia redesign. Mm-hmm. So talk the- a little bit about...
1: Yeah, the Fantasia redesign is the Mickey that we know today. That's his classic design, you know, that's him. The new, I think there was actually a short that came out before Fantasia where he was, I guess, like promoted his look. Like it really, it really solidified. It solidified his look and his classic design. Um, And then even though Fantasia itself didn't necessarily do that well, it was mickey's scene in fantasia that is the iconic imagery for the movie and also for him yes which i thought was really cool for a movie itself to not do so well but this little segment Mm -hmm. did enough to you know skyrocket mickey mouse as an entity fantastic
0: And it kind of plays also into the whole theory about Mickey being an actor and all that stuff because Mm -hmm. the cool thing about Mickey Mouse is you can see him in all these different roles, all these different time periods.
1: Yeah.
0: um, Which is really cool. They do period pieces. They do whatever. I collect pop figures and the Mickey line, I just couldn't do it because there's There's so many. many. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, this is going to ruin my bank account. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But the one I am going to get is they're releasing Fantasia ones because I think Fantasia Mickey, even though he has so many, Mickey has so many looks and so many costumes Mm -hmm. and so many like notable appearances, but Fantasia Mickey, aside from his classic look, I think is one of the most iconic. Yeah. In Disney like cinema, he used to be the intro. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Oh my Da-da-na-na-na. gosh! You just brought a memory out of my brain that I forgot I had. Yo, can I play that?
1: Yes. Oh my gosh! That's insane. When did they change to the castle?
0: Uh. Well, this was like the home video one. I oh think. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Coming to home video.
0: I remember that. Like beginning, like you're just gonna be so as this kid. Yeah. Like, <"He's> starting. Literally. <laughs> But yeah, definitely Fantasia Mickey um, is
1: it. Is it. And we're definitely going to
0: be doing a Fantasia episode. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. we got to watch that.
1: Yeah, Fantasia in Fantasia 2000. Yeah. Because it's, it's, we're going to get into it. Yeah. Just, it's coming. Expect it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> a little
0: sneak peek. Um, so, yeah, from there, we've seen Mickey kind of do a bunch of different things. He had his regular shorts, um, often paired with Pluto, you know, can't mm-hmm. forget Pluto. Doesn't make sense, but it's cartoons. doesn't have to. (laughs) Um, Mickey and the Beanstalk. That was another notable short that he was in. Yeah. One of my favorites is um, Mickey and uh, Pluto getting their Christmas tree.
1: With Chip and Dale.
0: Yeah, that's just (laughs) like a classic. Like I have to. Yeah, for me, that's like a staple. Like every Christmas I have to watch that. Because it's just so nice and so warm. Mm -hmm. And I just love it. And I love 50s Mickey because he kind of has this like like, geometric, like, style to him, sort yeah. of. Yeah. That's, like, it's, like, the whole Mickey Mouse Club vibe from the 50s. Yeah. Um, I actually... Yeah, that is true. And it's funny, like, on my end, what I
1: love to watch every Christmas is Mickey's Christmas Carol. That always sits well with me. It just, you know, whether I always was, like, wanting to watch it or not, it just always found its way to me every Christmas. Always enjoy it. It doesn't feel like Christmas till I see Mickey's Christmas Carol you know it's a good one it is it really is and again it's got all the different characters in it you got to see more
0: than just mickey you got to see all of them so i used to always watch the house of mouse like christmas special because it had like the whole like episode oh my it gosh had, yes like, that too yeah oh that was so good <laughs> I guess I have, like, an abridged Christmas carol, but... Yeah. 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 They used to scare me, Christmas carol. I was a weenie. Oh, me too. When Pete, like, lights a cigarette, he's, like, the ghost of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmares. (laughs)
1: Literally.
0: I watched, um, because, like, we wanted to try to do some, like, research for this um, instead of just, like, blindly talking about Mickey... Um, so we watched some shorts and stuff like that. Um, I actually watched Fun and Fancy Free. Well, I watched half of it and want to watch a Bongo because whatever. <laughs> um, but I watched Mickey's uh, Mickey and the Beanstalk, and I remember watching it as a kid. And like, it was like it's interesting because I feel like it's a very overlooked um, movie, which mm-hmm. is probably why Disney had wanted to just do gigantic because I don't think many people have a huge affinity for it. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of interesting. It's it's interesting we didn't really see more. Cause that was really Mickey's one of Mickey's only times like starring quote unquote, he split it, but it was yeah. like a package film, but he was starring in a feature film. Um, so it would been cool to see more, like imagine if they did like more like fairy tales or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, it, it was interesting. Like I, I don't love it. I don't hate it. You know, it's <laughs> Donald goes crazy. He like goes to like, the <laughs> county. <and> he's like, <laughs> yeah. This is why I have beef with Donald. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We can get into New Age Nick Mickey now. New Age Mickey. <laughs> new
0: Age Mickey. Yeah. Did you know that there's such a huge gap between like, like Mickey? I think like mid 50s or whatever is when they stopped yes, doing Mickey shows. Yes, because they were
1: focusing on Donald, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. They had. Well, you know, we'll get to that with the Donald episode.
1: But I know that there was a good couple of years that they were putting a lot of energy into Donald. That was during around World War Two time. And yeah, we'll get into more information about the, the kind of content that Donald was producing at the time. But yeah. Um, yeah, I know that Disney was putting a lot of energy and effort into Donald and Goofy yeah. for a
0: while. And they were
1: kind of easing up
0: on the Mickey train a bit. Yeah, Goofy kind of got like the whole like every man like 50s, 60s. Like he kind of got the forefront of that. That's where you saw him all like dressed up and everything. Yeah mickey really didn't have anything like between the mid 50s to christmas carol which is like the 80s. 80s yeah didn't really have anything so i think like christmas carol was kind of like a reinvigoration mm-hmm. this one i really wish disney put it on disney plus because i really want to watch it is mickey the prince and the pauper um, oh yes yeah oh
1: my gosh i've totally forgot about that one
0: i remember i really liked it yeah as a kid and they had that in front of Rescuers. So it was basically, it was like an thrones Strosan adventure <laughs> situation where they mm-hmm. put this like 25 minute short in front of a movie. Um, and I think people don't like talk about it because Rescuers Down Under kind of went down under <laughs> and no one knows about it. <laughs> well, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is probably- An iconic- It Enterprise. is iconic. Enterprise. Like, if, if we're going to kind of, like, make, like, a fake bubble of, like, the most used Mickey designs. Yeah. It's, like, CGI render from 2006. It's, <laughs> like, that's there. Like, they, yeah. they, they use them a lot. Yeah. They still have toys at the Disney store of the house or clubhouse. Oh, my God. I get them confused. <sighs> yeah. Mickey Mouse clubhouse.
1: Yeah. I know. Insane. And you know what? I guess that would be the first time that all of them appear in a, in a production of some sort. No, they're all in it. They appear in House of Mouse too. Yeah, but the House of Mouse doesn't count. <laughs> well, like okay, not that House of Mouse doesn't count, but I count House of Mouse of more of like a like a like this is their life, you know. Like everyone's in there in House of Mouse. Freaking mm-hmm. Hades and you know Maleficent are in there. I'm not counting that, you know. Okay. If it's if we're thinking in terms of that, it's like then everything in the everything Disney's ever produced is canon. But um, I guess like in terms of a, f- a film or show about them mm-hmm. and their life.
0: Yeah. It's like one of the only ones that's starring all of them. And it's yeah. About just them. Even
1: Daisy. Yeah. Daisy's got her
0: say in it too. Love it. And like it had a bunch of spinoffs too. They have like, they had like mini shorts mm-hmm. and then they have the roadster racer race or, the, or, 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 or <laughs> the roadster racers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's popping. It, it is. And the music that <laughs> came from it. M-I-C-K-E-Y. M-O-U-S-E. That's
1: me!
0: M I C K E Y M O U S C. Whoa, come through with the vocals. okay, <laughs> <I'm> Christina. <laughs> that would forever be, again, we have family. We had Family Channel here in uh, Canada and whenever you were sick and stayed home from school mm-hmm. i don't know if that shit came States, on at 11 a.m yeah <laughs> you'd watch that you'd watch my friends tigger and poo
1: yes yes oh and you gosh. liked it you
0: just had to you had no choice you had no choice but to like it daytime and television i feel
1: sucks. i feel like when mickey mouse clubhouse came out we were definitely too old to be the demographic for the show oh yeah but it just kind of like did well with our our age group too
0: like everyone knew it
1: yeah like it's a preschool show it's very
0: obviously a preschool show but you know
1: you can vibe when you ate nine two it's okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah it's funny because kids nowadays like they'll never have to experience that staying home and having to watch daytime television yeah because they have all this stuff at their fingertips
1: I know it's such it's a different fair. experience
0: I know honestly
1: we had the best experience hands down watching soap operas Liter- literally literally <laughs> bro- oh my gosh literally
0: <laughs> that's all that would be on tv from
1: like 1 to 3 p.m
0: yeah <laughs> um so in 2013 mickey this was i think mickey's first theatrical appearance since prince and the pauper um i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure i'm right mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah this was like a big deal because i remember hearing about this before it was it played before frozen and it was this whole there's this rumor saying that it was like unused like animation from mm-hmm. back in the day which it, it's not it's totally redone but it's just made to look in the style yeah and then it had this whole like you know they they kind of they literally broke the fourth wall and they make it all 3d and stuff yeah which i thought was pretty cool i loved it i did it's like such a great short yeah and oswald makes an appearance in it yeah 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 i really liked it yeah, um i did too and it was kind of cool to see that classic style kind of mesh with, like, 3D. Also, Walt Disney reprised the role of Mickey. I mean, it's using archival audio, but... Oh, really? Oh, so it's his first um, theatrical animated short since Runaway Brain. So Runaway Brain, we didn't talk about. Watched that one last night. That one came out in 1995. That's kind of also, like, you know, one of the first times we see, like, modern Mickey on the big screen. Yeah.
1: So then what is that? That get That's, um... It's almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. Yeah. And um, then what I find really interesting is that, you know, I feel like the the response from Get a Horse must have been phenomenal. Because now with the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse, they introduced him in a brand new style and it looks just like his old design.
0: Yeah. It's this weird. Um, it's it's I kind of like at first I did not like it. I remember when I saw it. Yeah. 2013 is when the show debuted. Um, and I, was like, I thought it is. was old the first time I saw. It.
1: Oh, I didn't think it was old. But I thought it was an older show that had replayed. Because the first time I saw it was on TV. It just came on. I was when I was watching Family Channel. Still, it was still a good time. Well, actually, I lied. I'm not watching. I'm not saying I watched Family Channel at that point in my life. But um, my little sister was watching <laughs> Family Channel, and I had seen this come on, and I thought it. I automatically thought this is. Probably just replaying old shorts or an older thing that uh, Enterprise that I just didn't know about. But no, no, it was a new, it was a new show. And, you know, while it does take inspiration from his classic design, you can still see how, you know, it looks a lot more modern.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, um, they, it's definitely a very zany show. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this. But, um, so Mickey's had many voices throughout the years, of course, as one would when your first appearance is in 1928. (laughs) Um, so Walt Disney voiced Mickey Mouse for the bulk of his lifetime. Um, other notable voices are Jimmy McDonald, Clarence Nash, um, Wayne Alwine. That's who we grew up with. He did House of Mouse, Runaway Brain, Christmas Carol. Yeah. He, he did like all that stuff that we grew up watching, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, um, and then he passed away, unfortunately, in 2009. And since then, he's been taken over by Brett Iwin, Brett Ewan. Um So he's basically like the voice of Mickey Mouse, you know, for all the parks and, and all that stuff. Yeah. But in the um, Mickey Mouse show, um, the, the, the short films that they have, it's actually a different voice. So it's not Brett that's doing the voice. Chris Diemantopulos, I'm probably mispronouncing that. He does the voice for Mickey Mouse in the show. And he's Canadian. Is he? He is. He's from Toronto. Oh, come through! Like yeah. Toronto, Toronto, or is he from like Brampton? Toronto, <laughs> Toronto. Um, so yeah, he does the voice of Mickey in the short films um, and for um, the ride, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, but yeah, oh, it's he's a much more—it's a much more like zany. Yeah, it, it kind of focuses. You know, they have like those weird, like grotesque, like up close angles where you can see like every pore. Yeah, it's, it's kind of wild. Yeah, and-
1: it's it's interesting to see, you know, how how it's come about and like how they've. I feel like you know the style, the zaniness that they that they're embodying is very much like appropriate for our generation because yeah. our attention spans have just gone to shit and. I kind of like how they've Im- they've introduced this kind of you know they're bringing back like the classic Mickey shorts, but they did it in a way that's digestible for our generation, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's 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 they're a lot of fun, and I really was um, hesitant at first. I think what really won me over is they had two specials. They had like a twenty-two minute um, Christmas special and a twenty-two minute Halloween special, which. I, of course, they don't have on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, of the same style of the show. Um, and I really enjoyed them. And I think, like, they're different, of course. It takes some getting used to. But they still have, like, the heart of Disney. The funny thing is they, like, have a bunch of cameos in it. So I know, like, Cinderella's appeared in the show. Um, just, like, randomly. He's, like, going through Paris at really? one point, And he, like, crashes through. And, like, the prince is putting on the slipper. Um, Oswald appears in the show. Um, you have Scrooge McDuck. You have yeah. Ludwig von Drake. And speaking of ducks... Uh, <laughs> it's funny because the DuckTales style, which we'll get more into when we do the Donald episode, I don't want to dive too much into it. Um, but DuckTales is also kind of, it's like this whole thing with our generation is we like old stuff, but like yeah. with new sensibility. Yeah. So like Mickey Mouse, you know, the textures and the colors and the animation and everything, it's like very modern, but it still like evokes that old classic golden age feeling yeah um and DuckTales is very much like that because it's it's based off of the comics which were they spanned quite a few decades um so it's like this whole thing about kind of like going back yeah which I kind of like and it's it's really cool to see it and with the Mickey Mouse show um it's over now but they're going to be doing a new show called The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse which is coming to us in October I believe um which will be exciting it will be exciting i like seeing you know
1: disney do new things with mickey yeah you know especially
0: because it's been so long i like seeing him like them utilize him yeah and um i was really excited that they they made the runaway where i can't i can never say (laughs) runaway mickey mickey and minnie's runaway railway at disney's hollywood studios in florida um, and then they're also doing, basically, they're doubling the attraction down and building it in California Adventure as well. It's Mickey's first ride ever. Really? He's never had a, like, proper, like, ride. Um, <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> disrespect. It's really cool. It is disrespectful, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It was weird at first because it's based off of this new Mickey Mouse style with, like, the pie eyes. And, mm-hmm. um, but for, I've seen videos because I don't intend I'm probably going to be going to Disney anytime soon. Um, and it's a really cool like meshing of 2d um, 2d animation and like 3d like space yeah um, and it just looks like a good time and it totally captures like the feeling of those cartoons
1: yeah the thing I really like about Mickey and just all of these characters is that you know Disney has this this property that they can use an infinite amount of times so they can do whatever they want to do to it you know most of their other their films and characters that they've created. I don't know if I care to see Tinkerbell do something new, or Mm -hmm. I don't know if I care to see honestly sequels for anything, you know, like it's, or (laughs) it's like, if we get a sequel, it's kind of like the chapter is finished, but these characters are so dynamic that they can be, they can be used to create infinite content.
0: The interesting thing is these characters, and, and you see it especially with Mickey, is they're able to adapt to the times and to the trends. Yeah. Um, Mickey's gone through several several different iterations and makeovers yeah. um, to stay relevant. And you can see Disney is trying that again. Um, and it's working. Like, it is. I'm assuming they gave him a ride. <laughs> um, so it's really cool because they're so, like, you can just kind of, like, plop these characters into whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're so beloved. And when we were going over, like, our favorite of these, like, five, Fab Five characters, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, like, if anyone said any of these were their favorite, like, you wouldn't think, like, oh, that's weird. Or there, there's none yeah. that are, like, a black sheep. Like, these characters are all so beloved. Yeah. And so they well-known. all hold their own. Yeah. Yeah. There was this rumor around 2013, before then maybe, that Mickey was supposed to be getting a feature film with Donald and Goofy. And then that rumor just kind of like went under the surface. So we don't know if it's true. We don't know if there's any truth to it, if it was scrapped or if that it was just a rumor for um, get a horse that got misconstrued or something. Yeah. I really think that would be an interesting concept though. What do you think? I would love to see that. Like that's the thing, they have these
1: these things that they can create you know i want to see mickey do something new it doesn't even have to be mickey and friends but you know if they've got you know a theatrical feature film about mickey Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i'm down i'm so down that's sick
0: it's like what style would it be yeah it's like you have we have
1: no idea what it could be it could be this new styled mickey they could introduce a completely new style what if they spider versed it oh that would be sick. That'd that would be, be so dope. Literally, why has Disney not hired us yet? <laughs> I'm saying. Put us
0: on the idea team, we at least. We have good ideas. <laughs>
1: we can pitch you ideas all
0: day. Yeah. <laughs> Just pay us, like, a good, like, 100K a year. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. We got it. <laughs> yeah. So, in 2020... What are your thoughts on Mickey? You know, do you like him? Are you Mm -hmm. indifferent to him? Do you love him? Do you think he's being utilized? What would you like to see?
1: Yeah. So with Mickey, overall, I want to say that I'm indifferent. I don't dislike him at all. Love Mickey, but there's just not enough relevance for him to be like at the forefront. Because Disney's putting so much time and energy to so much more that, you know, we don't even really have time to breathe and, like, take a step back to look at these foundation characters. Mm -hmm. So I would love to see Mickey and the rest of the Sensational Six get some more clout, get, you know, new shorts, a feature film, Disney Plus show, anything. Love to see Mickey's getting a ride at Disney World. That's pretty cool to see. But, yeah, I right now disney's in this funk where they keep trying to like revisit old um old movies and like old brands that did really well but they're not utilizing their top brand that is able to be adaptable to the time that is the most flexible that makes sense to be changed constantly you know Mm -hmm. disney is the face of mickey it essentially is walt in animated form Mm -hmm. and you know, put some more respect on that. Mickey is such an iconic character. And you know what? I feel like even if they didn't do anything else with him, he's good. You know, Mickey's chilling. He's probably, like, retired, like, just living it up in yeah. his chalet. Yeah. Um. But I feel like, you know, you've got this. You've got Oswald. You have all these different things that you can be using to create elevated content. And they could you know, create Mickey content that we haven't seen before, they can uh, promote it in ways that we haven't seen before, and they can appeal to different audiences. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see that maybe, I don't know about 2021, but like, yeah, <laughs> maybe 2022. <laughs> yeah, yeah I what agree. about you? How do you
0: um, feel? I've like always been, I mean, like I love Mickey. Mickey's like very nostalgic, obviously, but like as a character, I'm kind of indifferent, but you know, you always have a good time when you're watching Mickey Mouse. I think I, I don't know if I'm romanticizing the thought in my head, but I feel like when I was little, when we were both younger around that time, Mickey was very prominent and Mm -hmm. maybe that's just because of our age. I don't know. Yeah. But it would be cool to see Mickey kind of have like a bit of a renaissance. I think it would be cool to see Mickey shorts released theatrically. Even if they're in the style of the TV show, even if whatever, and try different styles. Yeah, I know. On it was HBO, uh, their their streaming service. They have a Looney Tune show, and basically every episode was like a different style. So they kind of you know you yeah. have your story, but then you know the crew can do whatever style they want. And I think that's so that cool.
1: would be awesome to explore as a Disney Plus show. Yeah, if you know everything is different style, you're able to work with so many different characters. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. I feel like Mickey and the rest of them are such a fun uh, enterprise to be able to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're,
0: they're, they're, they're cartoons and they're not cartoons in the sense that they're like, like they're literally cartoons. They're not just, anim- yeah. you know, there's a difference between animation and cartoons. These are cartoons yeah. where they have those cartoon logic and there's such like a fun, wholesome feeling to that. And yeah. all those wacky sound effects. And I think Disney definitely needs to kind of, like, reflect more on, like, you know, I, obviously, you know, they're making new properties, they're incorporating them to the parks, and that's great. And I'm not saying they should stop doing that, but it's nice to see some old characters get some attention. And, yeah. Um, you know, that they don't forget their roots and where they came from. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'd just like to see him utilize more. That goes for all the characters. If they made a feature film, like I'm down. Like yeah, I don't. If even if I don't know what it's about, <laughs> down. Like here's my money. Exactly. Like book my scene advance. I want to see it. You yeah. know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for our take today on Mickey Mouse. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as we did talking about it. Please be sure to subscribe to us on. Apple Podcasts. Apple. You see us switching spots. Spotify. Spotify. And Google. Google. <laughs> Please like us on Facebook. Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. And if you'd like to share your thoughts with us today on today's episode, episode. Okay. <laughs> Please be sure to shoot us an email at podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you guys like, what you don't like, what you want to hear. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Please be sure to rate and leave a review. It really helps us out. And share it with all of your family and your friends. Disney fanatics, share it with everybody. You can reach us both individually. Me at Sakura MJ and Brayden
0: at Brayden Rosman.
1: Yes. Also at BC Collectibles. Oh yeah. Or be
0: was it be collectibles? Bee collectibles. B be
1: collectibles. You need promote your your pop page.
0: Yeah, I have like a page for my pops and it's really dorky. But you know what? Love it. I've been enjoying it. I mean, we're doing we're it.
1: doing a Disney podcast. This is pretty dorky. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it's trying pretty to pretty them-
0: own brand. I've literally been sharing like my posts like on the page two i'm trying to i want to keep them separate for sure though like i don't want to like you know put them together yeah two different things yeah um but yeah just posting like you know pop figures mostly disney pop figures collectibles and been posting some random disney edits Mm -hmm. just because you know love it fun to make we support stan stan
1: (laughs) all right well thank you for tuning in and until next time
0: place place out out Zach. zach